Good afternoon, and welcome to a special edition of the Motherfuckers in the Barbershop podcast page, or when it's me, Lando, Solo, the tackle of the Giant Slayer, we call it the uh, Extra Point. And so with the quarantine going on, we're kind of going to be doing a little solo episode since we can't not going to be able to get everybody together, so I'm just giving you my quick takes, takes on some of the stuff that's been happening over the past week. We're going to talk about the NBA, we're going to talk about the, uh, the NFL, the Lions, we're going to talk about... Michigan football, I got the game on right now. Um, we're going to talk some TV, some movie stuff. But first, we got to start with, I guess, the the hottest thing that's uh, that happened. Well, that was the verses. Um, like I said, I couldn't wait for it to happen. Um, I, hey, this is like my era. Uh, I was in high school, and both of those guys got to popping and, and going. So, like I said, I had my big white tee on. I had my uh eighty seven thirty one uh, jeans on, so, um. Austin has said something that kind of stuck with me earlier that day, and he said, "You know what? They shouldn't have done this. It was a bad idea." And I have to say, he was right. I think it was a bad idea. I am glad that it's over. Uh, when it first kicked off, and he uh, Gucci performed round one, I'm like, okay, I can see this going a different way. I'm glad it didn't, um, if we're talking about straight music, yeah, they did 24 songs, they did the uh, So Icy at the end to make it 25, so I'm not going to count that. If we're just going straight songs, I had Jeezy winning 14 to 10, close battle. I didn't really think it'd be that close, because I'm a Jeezy guy, I'm a, I'm a snowman man. So, um, But no, it, the battle was a lot closer, if we're talking music. If we're talking streets or who won the night, I mean, clearly Gucci won the night. His disc records played. Uh, it was hard. The street records played. They were hard. Um, and then, like you say, the, the moment they had when, when Truth came on, I mean, I can't be mad at Gucci for going there. Like you say, it's he had a situation that, that uh, he had to take care of, man. And, you know, Jeezy's to blame for that. So, um I didn't mind Gucci going off like that. I didn't mind him playing his disc records because that's what you're supposed to do. This was a real versus. It's not like we're gonna be fake and act like we're buddy buddy or anything. Like this is this is what we do. This is real. So they definitely got it in. Um, I like the way Jeezy responded to it and pretty much just said, "Hey, bro, I, I didn't grow. I made some mistakes. I didn't grow. You know, we're trying to help out the the youth." And all in all, like I said, I I like the ending. I like them performing so icy together. And that was a moment that that Gucci never really got to to have because so I see as soon as the song came out they fell out, and it's the sad thing about this night to me was that it could have been so much great music made between both of them. It's so many of those Jeezy records that would have sound that would have been better with Gucci on it. There's a few of those Gucci records that would have been better with Jeezy on it. Like if them two, if this would have never happened, man. Who knows? Like the they could have been probably the best duo, rap duo, you know, where they they come together and make music in history if they could, you know, work things out. But um, I'm glad it's glad it's over. It, to me, it was probably the best next to the Beanie Man and a uh, Bounty Killer, probably the best verses. And the thing with the Beanie Man and Bounty Killer, they had real problems, real beef. Gucci and Jeezy had real problems, real beef. So uh, those were two great moments. Um, I'm glad nothing happened that night. I was worried when they said they had a. Uh, after our spot they was going to, but nothing happened that night, and that's a win for Atlanta, man. So, 
definitely salute to both those guys, man. They they both perform well. They both look well too. Be older, and I can just remember 2005, man, catching the bus and hearing that so icy just blanging out of everybody's car. Or when you walk into like the gas station or the fucking liquor store, you see the snowman shirts and shit. So it, it definitely brought back a a lot of memories. So salute the verses. It was a really good night. Um, I can't wait to see who go next. So that's my uh, that's my music uh, shout out uh, for the week. Um, also, also this week, yeah, we had the NBA draft, and me being a Detroit Pistons fan, lifelong Pistons fan, I was uh, I was happy to see that we took the guard from uh, from France. I was happy to see us get Isaiah, the the big man. I was happy to see I think we got the guard from Vanderbilt. So it, it looked like we were uh looked like we we're making some moves when it comes to the Pistons. It looked like we we're making a lot of moves. And the thing that I liked the most was that he got rid of Bruce Brown and he got rid of uh, Troy Troy or a GM got rid of Bruce Brown. And he got rid of Luke Kennard. And you know, no offense to them guys, I'm pretty sure they're nice, good guys, but they just were not getting better to me. Um, you know, we got be nice on the show. He likes to say that uh that uh, Bruce uh Bruce Brown he, uh whatever was like a good defender, and I'm like, he's not a good defender. The defense is just the best thing that he does, but he does not stop anybody. He's not a great defender, and he's not getting better offensively. And then Luke Kennard, I mean, he was just too streaky, and he only had good games when he went back to Indiana. Um, he couldn't really like they had him at point guard, but it was hard for him to get the ball up the court. Like I'm, I'm glad they got rid of those two. I'm glad they got rid of them. Um, they signed Jeremy Grant. I like that signing. Uh, they signed Josh Jackson, who I think is still young. I seen him play in high school. Um, I think he can get back to that form. Uh, Mason Plumlee brings a lot of energy. Um, so we we got a we got the Okafor. We got we got some big dudes on the team, man. And that's what we was missing. We was missing big athletic dudes. I think Trevor Ariza, they traded him for right. Um, so we, we got some big we got some big dudes, and we, we were lacking that. We were lacking that athleticism. We was lacking uh, the outside shooting. And Jeremy Grant, I, I like that pick. So if Blake can stay healthy, if Derrick Rose can stay healthy, uh, like we got the young players that we, uh, that, we, that we drafted, I think this can be a playoff team. I think this can be a, a eighth to seventh seed team. If everybody stays stays healthy, and I like Dwayne Casey developing and working with younger guys, so um, I'm happy for what the Pistons did. Uh, for the rest of the NBA, uh, I saw Harold. He went to the Lakers. Uh, people were calling him like a spy already, so you know that was no surprise when he went to the uh, to the Lakers. Uh, Rondo just went to the the Hawks, so I guess he just got cashed out. I saw Philly had got a uh, Dwight Howard, so. That's going to be uh, interesting to see how, how those personalities uh, mesh. I mean, I think he can help them out a lot, bring a lot of energy. Uh, I heard Michael Jordan just signed uh, Gordon Hayward to, like, a big deal. And they got LaMelo Ball, man. And, um, like I said, I, I did want the ball boy to come here, but he got picked early. And I can't really be mad, man. I I, I think he's going to do okay. I think if, uh, if Michael Jordan come down there and, and, and talk some last dance, talk to him, and can get him to play a little bit more on defense, and uh, he can work on the shot a little more. I think that could be a uh, a team to look forward to. Um, it's gonna be entertaining. Like I I can't wait for the NBA season. Um, I was upset that Clay Thompson got hurt. That was like a uh, 
that was like a fuck, just a fuck to everybody because I, I couldn't wait to see um see him play. Like I couldn't wait for him to come back. Couldn't wait to see how the Warriors look. They they got Kelly Oubre. They traded for so they got Jordan Poole too, a Michigan man who could step up and help. But man, it, like just to see him and Clay and James Wiseman, who I think is going to be a beast, man. And that that system with uh Steph Curry catching lobs and defending the basket, like. I like Andre Bogut. He he held it down, man. But I think James Wiseman is better than him right now. Um, when you think about like the championship Warriors teams, and I think I think he uh, thinks it's gonna be entertaining. I think the NBA is still gonna be entertaining. The NBA is in a good spot, so definitely can't wait to uh, to tune in and and catch that. Um, let's get into some football. So I I want to start with the uh, with the state of Michigan. Uh, high school football wise, I think they might have uh, canceled some stuff with the uh, with the pandemic. They might have uh, canceled like some high school football, so I'm not gonna get into it too much. I saw Oak Park had beat like Wyandotte, and uh, I saw Rouge. I think they won that playoff game, but I don't know what's going on with the uh, with the new shutdown. But I want to start with the Michigan Wolverines and look, Wisconsin. They just bullied us last last week. It was a total beatdown. We couldn't stop anybody. We couldn't move the ball on offense. The players look expired. They really just got in the fetal position and just started taking punches. Don Brown refuses to make any changes to his defense. They don't bring no pressure. The secondary, they're not holding players accountable. Like, you know, not to call those guys out, but after weeks of, um, after the weeks that they play, man, it, it should have been some movement. And I'm watching the game right now. They still got the same 22 out there and shit. So I don't know what's going to happen. Rutgers isn't that bad of a team. So they, they beat Michigan State. We lost to Michigan State. So we got to come out and play, man. And Wisconsin, you know, I thought they were a good team. But they're not really as good as I thought. I mean, they they lost to Northwestern. So is Northwestern really that good? I don't know. So we're going to we're gonna find out and we're going to see. Um, but, yeah, I can't wait for the uh, – for the for the uh, the college football season, and I saw um, Indiana and Ohio State had like a uh, a nice battle today, so that's gonna be interesting to uh to watch, and uh so we're gonna see it's gonna be some uh some interesting uh football uh coming up uh, Ohio State they do look beatable but they got an easy schedule the rest of the way so I don't know if anybody's gonna really give them a run or uh. If, or are they going to be tested again? Can they play like Illinois, Michigan State, and Michigan? I think the remainder of the year, those all wins, and so it's going to be it's going to be interesting. The SEC and the ACC, a lot of games have got canceled, so we don't know what's going to happen with uh, with that. I mean, it's been a lot of postponements, so we'll we'll see. Um, I will say this: I they have done a good job, the Big Ten, of uh, with the football. With uh, with keeping people safe, I know they canceled the Maryland game last week, so they're doing the best. I don't know if they're gonna finish. If they're gonna finish the rest of the uh, the season this year, so we'll uh, we stay posted and see. But uh, Michigan, they they definitely need a win. Michigan State is getting bullied um, this year. They game got canceled because of COVID, so we'll see how they respond. Um, but and. You know, we, we'll see. I mean, some people saying that Jim Harbaugh needs another year with the COVID and first time with Milton. Maybe he needs to get another D coordinator. I will give him one more year, um, just not to hurt recruiting. But 
I think after that, man, eight years, no wins versus Ohio State, only one bowl game win, it's going to be time to make a change. So, yeah, that's how I feel about the New Michigan football. Uh, let's talk a little boxing before we get to the NFL. So, Kell Brook and Terrence Crawford had a fight. They had a fight last week. Um, that was a very intriguing fight for me. Uh, Kell Brook is somebody who I, I respect a lot in the boxing game. Like, Kell Brook has been in battles. He's been in war. That's probably the best fighter on Terrence Crawford's resume. And uh, Terrence Crawford, the first round, first two rounds, looked like he was having trouble. I had Brooke up. The third round, it was got kind of even. Terrence Crawford kind of heated up. And in the fourth round, he hit him on the right. They hit him on the left. They hit him on the right. And it, it was over. And Kell Brooke with that broken face. He got his face broke versus Triple G. And um, the face broke versus Earl Spence. He just wasn't going to be the same guy. So, But I don't want to take anything away from Terrence Crawford. He did what he was supposed to do. I have to say that he's the number one. I had him number one before this, but after that performance, I still got him ranked number one as the pound for pound. I know Canelo has a fight coming up in September. We'll see how he looks in that fight, but Terrence Crawford has beaten everybody they put in front of him. Now, some of the problems I'm seeing is that Bob Arum is saying things that he spent a lot of money and wasted a lot of money on Terrence Crawford, and he doesn't know if he's going to be able to get him uh, the big fights that he wants. And so hopefully Terrence Crawford cross the streets and comes over to PBC. Come over to PBC, get the Earl Spence fight, get the Pacquiao fight, get the Danny Garcia fight. Start adding these names to your resume. Um, so it'll be no doubt, man. It's time for the all the best fighters to start fighting each other. All this, we're not fighting this guy, or, or this guy's too big, or well, we got the money not right. I'm tired of that in boxing, man. It's time for the best to fight the best. And hopefully we can expect that fight next year. Um, Deontay Wilder's been doing a lot of interviews. He said that he wanted to fight the Tyson Fury in December, but they were going back and forth. He said you could expect him back in uh, January or February. Um, I can't wait. To, I can't wait for the fight to come back. Same thing with the heavyweight division. I see like Anthony Joshua's fighting uh, a no-name guy. It's time for the best to start fighting the best. And um, I'm watching the game, damn. It's time for the best to start fighting the best, man. Even if they got to go to a tournament. Um, Wilder said he's going to get a new trainer, so hopefully that works out, and they can get back to it, man. We can get back to some good quality fighting. Um, I got to see how Tyson Fury looks after this layoff, this break. But, I mean, Wilder got to make a lot of adjustments. I know he's uh, got claims out there about the gloves, and they're talking about his drink, and they talk about, you know, he just felt like his team betrayed him, but he has to make some adjustments to, to win that fight for the next time. So, let's get into the NFL real quick. So, we're going to talk about some uh, Detroit Lions. Um, look like they got a bunch of injuries this week. <sighs> look, they have some winnable games coming up. The Carolina Panthers game is winnable. The Texans game is winnable. The Bears game is winnable. I've been hard on the Lions this year, but if they can pull those games together, then they can save the season. They could possibly go to the playoffs. Um, but being they have a, like Swift is out, I think tomorrow Galladay is out. Um, Stafford had an injury this week, fighting through it. I don't think they're going to be able to make it through. And I think if they lose the next two games, it's time to just go to a straight rebuild. It's time to start over. It's time to start. Uh, well, Michigan just fumbled the ball. It's time to start um, thinking about getting a new GM, getting a new head coach, and just going in a whole different direction. Even getting a new quarterback. 
Like we missed out on the uh, on the quarterback uh, with this draft with Tua. We should have picked. It's time. It's time for a rebuild. They can't get these next few games together. It's not going to never get get together um, under Patricia and Quinn. So it's going to be time for to move on. Um, like you say, versus Carolina, Teddy Bridgewater is a little banged up, but. He's probably going to play because he's tough. Um, they got Curtis Samuel, so they still have some talent over there. I don't think Christian uh, McCaffrey's going to play. So this is not a gimme game. So uh, and then versus the Texans, I think uh, right before Thanksgiving, or they might play. Well, Thanksgiving, damn, Thanksgiving's coming up this week, so they have played them on Thanksgiving. Um, Deshaun Watson's still dangerous, man. So the Lions, this is a uh, a very critical point in their uh, franchise. And the Lions franchise history right now. This is a turning point these next two weeks. If they can excel, maybe you can hold on and wish for luck and string some things together. If they lose, it's time. It's time to press the restart button. It's time to uh it's time to make a change. Um TV wise, I watched the Fresh Prince reunion on my uh, HBO Max. And I have to tell you, like this week, like I said, with the Gucci and uh, Jeezy and Will and Janet, the first uh, Aunt Vip, it was touching. It was hard to watch. She told him, like, listen, you, uh, me and you falling out kind of ruined my acting career in Hollywood, TV. I lost my home. I lost my marriage. Like, it was, it was a struggle. And Will took that, took that night. He took the good. He took it good. He asked a lot of questions. He apologized. He admitted that he had insecurities and fear uh, when he was younger, and that that carried over to um, to uh, to the Fresh Prince. And for him to make it right with her, for him to bring her back on on the set with the rest of the cast, that showed me a lot of growth and humility from Will. Hopefully, he gave her some like some money. I'm pretty sure he did. Gave her some money and give her like future roles and his next projects and movies coming. Um, all in all, it was a good special. I wish Uncle Phil could have could have been there, a part of it. Everybody looks good. Everybody's in a good space, and it just brought back just a lot of good memories. That was a very powerful show, and I don't think we'll ever get like a sitcom type show like that again. Like it touched it, and for the reason is just it's too it's too many TVs, too many networks, too many channels. Like there's so many shows that we may get it, but it's not going to have that same connection that the Fresh Prince had because that was like much watched. TV and it impacted a lot of people, and hopefully the new series I think it's gonna be on HBO Max can capture that same. I'm gonna be tuned in. Anything Will does, I'm gonna be tuned in and uh, and watching. So that was a very touching moment. If you guys haven't seen it, I recommend you go uh, check it out now. Uh, it's a really really good show. And talked about NBA, NFL, Fresh Prince. I think that's it, man. Um, so yeah, this is, this is just me holding it down. Uh, hopefully in the next few weeks we can get everybody in studio and, uh, we can start back recording the show on regular schedule. Um, but once again, this is the boy, the tackler, AKA the giant slayer, AKA the, the best to do it, man here. And, uh, you guys have a great, great night and, uh, go blue. Like they're getting like Rutgers is moving the ball, baby. Go blue.